Yeah, Daddy, it is time. I don't know where that came from, Joe. Oh, my goodness. What are you doing to me? Why is that such a weird opening, Joe? Welcome to Wise and Nerdy. We're still in the pre-rambles. We haven't fully released it to the public. And that's why. Because sometimes the most random things come out of my mouth in the opening. I don't know if we're ready for that yet, Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah, Daddy. <laughs> that, is not, that is not what I want the slogan of this show to be. Wise and dirty. Oh yeah, daddy. <laughs> we're, 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 we're gonna we're gonna go full full WrestleMania here. Woo! Oh yeah, no, daddy. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should make it make our hashtag uh W and W no W N N W N N uh Oh yeah daddy. So we can ride. So we make it hashtag W N N Oh yeah daddy and we uh what we can why did I put WNW? That's what's confusing me on the notes. Never mind. I did it wrong. So WNN. <laughs> oh, yeah, daddy. It's the hashtag. And we could ride this wave of of people who love the Mandalorian. Uh, what's the actor's name? Because uh, uh, Last of Us. Uh, uh, oh, 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 Pedro? Pedro Pascal, yes. We could ride because he's, he's at... Uh, what do they call him slut daddy or something like that and he just what? It. it's some it's some internet name right it's not like a thing. Okay. Um, I forget it is a little dirty but I forget but all the women love him right so he just plays into I'm the sexiest man alive they did a Saturday night live skit with him on it it was so funny uh, but yeah so I think oh yeah daddy would help us ride that way so we need to launch the show like right now live with hashtag oh yeah daddy on it but that is not the question of the day. Oh, man. The, that was the rambling openings of us not having done this for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Daddy. <laughs> you like that way too much. <laughs> I thought, I really thought this coming out of my mouth. Joe's going to be like, no, don't y'all start over. No. And here you are just yelling it <laughs> relentlessly at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm in a giddy mood. I'm, I'm a little uh, tired. Well, I'll ask you, you you bit the question of the week, so ask your question. I bit the question of the week. Oh, I picked. I misheard you. I, I didn't green, bite the question. What green have you been doing, Joe? This is my green, the Mountain Dew green. What green have you been doing? That's silly, baby. It, I, I visited the doctor, Doctor Pepper. Um, <laughs> the question. That's what he told me. Look, he told me he was a doctor. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize I was doing a show with Rob Lowe. What's going on here? So the question this this week is: What would you do if you were invisible for a day? I was, that's such a pervy question to ask. <laughs> you just run around to crowds and yell, "Oh yeah, daddy!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's perfect. The only person 
person who's going to listen to that is, is Tambo, and uh, he's going to be laughing his bald ass off. Um, <laughs> but he'd run around the crowd to just go roll, roll tide. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's lost and found. It's, it's the wise and nerdy lost and found game at Dragon Con. Somebody just goes, somebody else roll tide. Somebody else goes, oh, yeah, daddy. And then you know you're friends with the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that that was a good show. Um I honestly don't know what I would do if I was invisible for a day. I I I I don't I really don't know. What would you do? Well, that is a great question. I mean, it depends on the day of the week and the situation where I could get to pretty easily. Although it would be kind of funny to, to troll people by driving around <laughs> invisible. There's no one driving that car. Oh, yeah, or, you're probably playing some people where it's. Yeah. <laughs> or if you've got a dog, put the dog on your lap and pretend it's driving the car because you're invisible. <laughs> um, my, my mind goes to, to, to pranks, to be honest. It all goes to pranks. Either that or spying on people's conversations. To, to see what they're talking about when they think no one's listening. Um, yeah, my, listening Joe. No, I, I, I know what the cliche thing, like all the dirty minded people would do, but no, I mean, no, that's not what I would be doing. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be playing pranks. I really, that's yeah. Could you imagine like t- uh, wearing a sheet? Got it. Wearing a sheet and people Wait. are like, oh, Whoa. it's someone dressed as a ghost. Joe, no, no, no. This is South, man. This is South. We don't talk about putting sheets on us in the South, buddy. We got we to let that one go. <laughs> you know, I don't think they're you're a ghost. I think they're going to think something else. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I hadn't thought about that possible. But, but anyway, Joe's I was just thinking. canceled. Hashtag where? old bad daddy. <laughs> 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 it's not it's not oh yeah daddy now it's oh bad daddy we're gonna sell this crap out of these shirts man it's gonna be oh team oh bad daddy and team oh yeah daddy did did you get a, a new webcam because when you bent down it actually zoomed in on uh, you no you, you never really see it on pokemon go because of the how the shots framed out and i typically stay pretty still because i don't laugh this hard on pokemon go but yeah no that's, that's the one i've had for a little while i just don't move enough with you watching but yeah, okay my, okay uh my people in my my meetings know this too it didn't always follow because sometimes it zooms in and out but yeah it's anchor it's the anchor it's the anchor webcam i forget the name of it it's, okay okay but, uh, anyway. you could uh it, you could Eat a whole bunch of beans and sit in an elevator and just oh God, Joe. <laughs> hot hot box people. Oh my God! Hashtag, yeah, I think we've got we've got a thing for all the shows now. We're gonna have yeah, we're we gotta get Kurt. We gotta get Kurt to say hashtag oh bad daddy, and then we gotta get Mike uh, Mike Woodard or even Mike Carniola to be like oh yeah daddy. You know, be all excited with and put them on buttons. All right, all right, I got my task. I'm about to do that. Um, <laughs> Kurt does actually have the feed. I gave him the uh, Pokemon Go Patreon feed so that he could uh, listen because I wanted him to start coming up with, uh, like, he do stingers and stuff for us, right, between sections. And so I wanted him to get the inspiration from the show. So I hope he listens to this episode because that was, that was <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, or, you know, going to off-limits places, like, 
You ever wonder what's behind some of those staff only doors or or nah, privacy? Been, there's nothing fun there. I've been behind some of the staff only doors. Uh, oh, well, it I depends mean, on the location. Some of them, it's what? like meh. But see, here's the thing: it's not like you everything you touch is invisible. That's the thing. So I was like, well, okay, I'd go to one of those. <laughs> so you're an invisible streaker, is what you're saying? Well, I mean, I don't mean <laughs> clothes necessarily, but okay, no, you go to like one of those uh, celebrity. Uh, gatherings where they give away the bags with the PlayStation fives and the thousand dollar glasses and you know, all this stuff, right. For hoping that celebrities will talk about it, use it, whatever. I would go to one of those. I want one of those swag bags more than anything. I want yeah. to bring home a swag bag with a PS five and the PSVR and, and just, just the coolest stuff. So, so if instead of being invisible, if you had Harry Potter's invisibility cloak, that's Maybe. what you would do. Yeah, Cause then yeah. you can, you can tuck it under the cloak. Now, to mesh those two ideas together, uh, your idea of pranks and making things float and, and, oh, that dog's driving, and my idea of stealing, uh, I'd go to 7-Eleven and get free Slurpees all day because you just see a cup go through the thing, and it just fills up, and the cup floats out. Who's, who's going to do anything about that? All the Slurpees. All the oh, Slurpees. Oh, man. I got a Slurpee. If you've got an invisibility cloak, you could try like robbing a bank or something. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Invisible just means people don't see you. And I think, yeah. honestly, it'd be way more annoying to me to be invisible because people are running into you. Because you don't think that way, right? We don't walk around thinking, oh, they can't see me. So you're going to, people are run into you because you, you think, oh, yeah, yeah. you yep. kind of shift a little bit. Hey, I don't understand. I watched the boys, I don't think it's a good power. See, I, I haven't watched the boys, but but in general, those. yeah, no, I don't think I would. But in general, like whenever people bring up the question, would you rather be invisible or fly? Like I'm fly every time. Fly every time. Okay, when I was 13, is a hard I'm, decision. I, I'm so fly for a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the sheets. I got you. Um, <laughs> now, now here's the thing when I, was, when I was 13 we didn't have the internet and of course I thought every 13 back in my day but, um, yeah. we had to we had to hand crank the dial up and get that get that ringtone <laughs> you know that too close to the bad jokes oh my <laughs> oh I did not know where that was going to land oh my god <laughs> Okay. All right. Roll the dice, man. <laughs> Roll the dice. Uh, we got a two. All right. It is personal story time. And Joe and I oh, both have stories that are, are different, but they're adventures or things going on in our lives. So, Joe, I know you've told me a little bit, but you have a boss oh. who just, you want him to subscribe to every show you do. He's so oh. positive and uplifting. I mean, he, he, he would make you feel so great about your day. Yeah. Oh, oh, he is, um, he's, got, he's a bad daddy. Yes. He, he's got a severe case of little big dog syndrome, uh, in, in a real bad way. Like he he'll join a conversation midway through and, and throw out some random assumption and just assume it's the world's greatest idea ever to, to happen. Um, and he doesn't like any kind of pushback, whether it's it's actual like 
no, legally, we can't do this. You are suggesting stuff that we are not allowed to do. Because I, I work at an insurance company. There are HIPAA violations. There's stuff that we can't do. And actually, one of the things that I said, hey, this is most likely a HIPAA violation. He went over, I mean, he's already over my head, but sure, he sure, went sure. up to, to our director and, and complained to her that like our whole team was given him pushback because he wanted to record meetings where we were demonstrating our applications. Oh, and you see personal patient information. And you see, you say personal information. Our, our director was like, no, you can record it. Go for it. You're saving, you're saving these off to the, our, our secure drive. Right. Uh, and secure being a relative term because sure. we had we had a data breach years ago and that's one of the the areas that was breached um and so but so just uh wednesday i did a presentation where i was demonstrating one of our applications and was showing granted i didn't show any names or, or anything like that but technically some parts of what i showed what does count as as HIPAA, so, as PHI. Okay, okay. So HIPAA, for those, Joe and I both work in the medical field, basically. And it's the Privacy Act saying that we have privileged information, which is your medical information and a lot of ID stuff. I mean, I don't know about you, Joe, but I know I, I have all your access to steal your ID. So yeah, basically. I have to follow special protocols and procedures to prove that I'm not stealing your ID or sharing your information. Now, HIPAA specifically goes beyond that ID theft and talks about, it really came about in the day, uh, the onset of AIDS, I think in the late 80s, early 90s, and other diseases that were very socially shunned and, and uh, treat those people treated horribly. Go watch the movie Philadelphia. It touches on some of that. But yep, it's yep. because when you, and, and some of the early videos, I don't know. Did you see that? Did you see the 19, like, it felt like they filmed the 1980s. It probably was the 90s with the early HIPAA training videos, Joe. No, I oh, haven't. dude, you missed that. It's so bad. It looks like a soap opera in the 90s at a hospital. And it's all these ridiculous scenarios. But the idea conveyed is that, let's say, you know, uh, Joe has a medical issue. And then somebody at work somehow finds out about it. And then they start saying, or, or, you know, small towns gossip, like Doc says, yeah, Joe's in here the other day for liver cancer or something. And then your job fires you, people stop talking to you, or they, they start, you know, basically coming at you. Your business is in the streets, but it had a very bad effect of, I mean, if you find out Miss Johnson has a STD and you know Mr. Johnson doesn't, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it can ruin marriages and lives and, and not have, you know, so the HIPAA in short and long is we have to keep your medical identity private. And there's some very serious ramifications for the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. individuals who break that. And, and what I showed today or not today on Wednesday um, was just claim numbers. It didn't have any diagnosis or names or anything like that, but it's technically HIPAA, at least according to my company, I don't know if legally speaking, it actually is, but according to my company, that's, that's HIPAA. We don't, we don't share that. Um, and so it didn't, it didn't show what people would normally think of HIPAA, but a lot of our applications do. And so if in the future, if, if he records some of these, their training sessions, what's, their knowledge sessions, what's the point of him recording it? He wants to have it there so that um, if we get new employees that he can just be like, okay, watch this video that okay. gives an explanation on this specific program sure. and things like that. I don't hate the concept. And no. theoretically, theoretically, 
if you can keep it secure or do everything you can to keep it secure, then that should be okay. Yeah. Technically the box that, or the, the drive that it lives on does have some security setup. But like I said, we digress. That's really not the point of the story. No, no, no. Yeah. The point of the story is, is yeah. Well, yeah, he hates me. Actually, my entire area does not like him. Like the one lady who's been at the company for longer than I've been alive. She, she was going to quit and either get a new job at the company here or get it or post out to a different company. And, uh, the director was like, no, we, we can't lose you. What do I need to do to keep you? And uh, they basically finagled the system to where that employee no longer uh, no longer reports directly to our manager. He re- she, report- she reports directly to our director. Here's what I don't understand about this process, be it government, corporation, anything that does this. That's a huge red flag that somebody you can't lose that's been there forever says, I cannot work with this person. I, and I'm sure they said more than that. I'm sure they gave examples. And yet, oh, yeah, you don't fix the problem. You just move the problem. Don't we, get that. Since the first month where he came in real strong, little big dog syndrome, our entire team has basically told the director he is a horrible fit for our team. He might be okay on a different team, but for our team, no, 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 no. He's coming in here, and before he even learns anything, he's trying to throw suggestions at us. And when we give any kind of of pushback, he basically forces us into he strong arms us into doing what he wants to do, even though so, a lot of times what he's suggesting violates company policy. <laughs> so it's. Dumb. Yeah, it really is. But he's passed his uh, six month probationary period now, so they can't they can't really fire him. Well, I mean, they can, but not as easily. Um, that's that's so dumb too, you know. Yeah, be it, it might be because I, I don't know if you qualify as a government contractor or because well, I know my friend sort of yes we do yeah so there I know so my friend absolutely is a government contractor so I'm familiar with some government standards that don't fully transfer to the private contractor, but a lot of them do. And I'm like, it's so ridiculous. It's, it's yeah. like government is anti, typically they're anti uh, union in, in typical most fashions. And yet the government is the, is the biggest union of a union, right? And not just a union yeah. of being together. No, they, it's, well, oh. and, and a lot of unions are great. But there's I a lot agree. of unions that are just trash and Our power hungry. Is the trashiest of unions. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, not what we call talking about. Are you back to about your your misery? Yes. All right, I, I have been I have been posting for jobs left and right, up and down, all over the board, and um, actually had uh, three interviews this week for two different jobs. So nice. one, uh, so two interviews oh, wait, for one wait, position. Yeah. So you did a first and then made it to the next round interview. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was today was the second interview for one of the positions. And they told me at the end that they were going to be passing me on to HR for the next step in the process. So, so and you had told me the other week, uh, maybe we were playing a uh, game night together, by the way, you know, as this even spins out to its own thing, Come join us if we're still doing the Tuesday nights on on Twitch on Pokemon Go podcast on the first games, Tuesday the first of the month of the month. Uh, so anyway, uh, at eight PM I, Eastern time. <laughs> thank you. It, it might have been then you were telling me, but you had applied for a job, a position at a, a company, and that person, that headhunter, whatever they were, 
thought you applied for a different job said oh but you're gonna be perfect for this i'm gonna afford you for the one you actually wanted anyway is that a different place that's this that's the same position same actually position. okay yep yeah where i had already actually applied for it so and she really, didn't realize really it. moving forward in that one is what you're yeah saying. Gotcha. and then the other the other one um that i only had one interview with i i didn't feel as confident with that um just based on the vibes that the people were giving me um which when I first looked at it, I was like, Ooh, this could be fun because the director that's above them in that position, um, used to be my manager and was probably my favorite manager here at, at my work. And so I thought that would have been a fantastic opportunity and it might not be off the table still. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that would be great. And both of these positions would be a pay grade higher than what I'm at right now. So good stuff there now, as well you'd mentioned that you were possibly applying internally as well yeah but actually both of these have been internal oh okay obviously i just assumed they were external okay well yep. that's yep. even better because in your 10 year history will actually matter <laughs> maybe not as much yeah. as going somewhere else but. yeah so instead of having to start off start off back from scratch uh, and transfer my 401k and, and all that other yeah. headache. Um, yeah. If, if I can keep those 10 years and maintain the extra um, like PTO that I get per year and stuff like that. Cause it's, it's bumped. Up. I think I, I get something like 23 days a year in PTO. Now I started off at, at I think it was 15 or 16 so yeah here's here's what i'd love to hear from you in the next couple of weeks or well one i'd love to hear like next week i got the new position and i'm out you know that's yeah. what i hear and be like you get a oh yeah daddy but uh are you familiar with the concept of malicious compliance yeah so, so <laughs> you lit up come on buddy come on so during the recording that we we had um it, he calls he calls them kts knowledge transfers and he came in calling it kts and everyone's like I've seen what that are you talking about i've seen that in other corporate places yeah but it, it wasn't a standard here so he came in saying kt 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 and he's he's not a native english speaker like i'm he yeah he, it's his second language and so his accent i was like what are you saying and so he finally told me knowledge transfer after you know saying kt 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 over and over and over i was like you saying kitty catty coulda what but um so during that i actually started it off i uh i hooked my phone into my mixer and i was using my my podcast microphone for it okay and i started playing eye of the tiger at the beginning no, no, no. during the recording and uh and my my team leads like is is anyone else hearing eye of the tiger <laughs> and so and so I, I turned it off i'm like of course you are we're gonna start this this training montage off right Oh my God! Awesome. So now, now, forevermore, whoever watches that video, it's gonna start off with the the first. Oh no! Oh no! Joe locked up. Did I drop the internet? Oh no! It looks like I dropped the internet. Crap. Cause this was such a good flowing show. We were doing so great. Uh, where are you, Joe? Joe. 
I may, nope, not there. I may have lost internet. All right, I will pause the recording and see what happens. All right, I got internet back and I'm getting my Discord back up. Let's see, let's see what happens here. Baby, come back. What? Baby, come back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, you were in the middle of finishing up your statement. We're talking about Melissa's compliance, and you, you talked about playing the music and this and that and the other. And then you froze, like, well, like, oh, no, oh, no. And, I, and sure enough, I look, I see my modem flashing lights. Uh, fortunately, it just needed a reset. But then, Joe, it took the extra few minutes. And the reason that I lost my place and everything, because I shut everything down and rebooted, thinking my computer wasn't picking up the signal, I'm like, I can see the lights. I turned the router off, too, because I knew it would have to get a new address from the modem. When the modem came back up, forgot to turn the router back on. So as soon as I did that, we're all good. So you restarted. Do you have the first part of the recording? Yeah, yeah. I got my recording. I just paused it uh, right as very soon after. I, well, as soon as I realized you weren't coming back. Uh, well, because of my internet, all that jazz. As soon as I saw the problems. So I'm getting back into the notes. Uh, but we were talking about malicious compliance. So you did, that's not really malicious compliance, but that is kind of messing around and having fun. But <laughs> So for our audience, explain what malicious compliance is. It's uh, basically doing exactly what your boss says, regardless of, like, even if you know it's a dumb idea or anything like that, just do it anyway and then let them deal with it, the after effects later. You know what? That might be a section for our show. Is Reddit, I'm sure Reddit has a r slash malicious compliance uh, because I see that on TikTok where they had the robot read it from Reddit, and I follow that channel, and it's it's so bad now it's good. But but in my case, if I was to do that, especially with uh, some of the things that you know break company policy or you know break the law, uh -huh. I'd have to make sure that I document very very well that no, this is exactly what he told me to do. He is yep. my superior, so I did it. Yep, uh, I told my friend Douglas the same thing about his job, about malicious compliance. And I was like, you know, because you're in a situation where they can't really fire you and you're not going to do anything that would hurt any other person, really. I know. So, but the, yeah, there's stories of, of uh, just companies going under because I did it. Oh, the one I want to tell here, you'll love this one. I don't know what kind of company it was, but they were branching into a uh, into the new web world right and this guy was Edward working with him and he was not a partner but he wanted to be and so his department they'd grown really fast whatever he had a department and his boss said um he goes i need to get you know a po or a credit card or something so i can get all these website names and do all this stuff for our business and uh he's just put on your own personal cards like no 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 no, that's a bad idea let me get in because they could uh, um, reimburse, right? They had a process yeah. in that company where they, you use your personal card, fill out the form, they give you the money. No problem. Uh, he's like, no, that's a bad idea. Expense is what I was trying to think of. So basically, he did it because you told me you, they just, he wouldn't have any of it. And he talked about some other issues during his time there and this and the other. And ultimately, had left the company. And they weren't doing much with it, but he owned every, and he not just bought the, let's say, the, the samsmith.com right he got the, .net, the <laughs> i am samsmith.net uh, and it's wonder, tied to his credit uh -huh. cards uh, <laughs> oh yeah daddy.com.net uh, oh baddaddy.com you know all those right so sure enough um 
I don't remember if you left. Hey, hey, kids, don't Google any of those dot coms. Uh, no. <laughs> well, this is not necessarily. Well, it's family friendly. It's not necessarily a kids show uh, per se. It's more like. Um, edgy radio mornings where people are listening with kids in the car. But, um, but yeah, yeah. And actually, I, t- I did actually look up uh, oh yeah, daddy.com because we might buy it. But somebody owns it, but it's one of those reseller places, so probably won't buy it. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I thought of it. Anyway, um, so yeah, you're, you got it. It was tied to his card and at some point, essentially, he held him hostage because uh, the guy was a, a butt face. You know, the manager and that guy still was at the company and ultimately uh, just kept coming back and yelling and screaming and and just all this stuff, you know, threatening him with with legal action that they couldn't take. And and ultimately, he, he said basically all, all they had to do was say thank you, you know, or I'm sorry at some point. And they didn't. So he, ju- he got money out of him. But, yeah, that doing exactly so, Joe. We might start reading some of those stories and seeing how. I, that's what I think we might do. I would. I'll read the story to see how it might apply to your job and what you could do. With oh, I. I already know some things that I could have been. Uh, I could have done that with, and but it was before I had determined that I was. I was done with this position. Uh, like for instance, at one point he uh, he told me that I needed to include um, log output in a an email that's auto-generated and the email goes to our business users i'm like no 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 that is against company policy for them to see log output that is not happening yeah document like you said documentation is everything and i'll I'll be interested to see where you go with any of this stuff um and of course you get to talk about what you want to talk about there so here's my adventure this week and part of what's going on it's this crazy story of of what you get what you really want out of life sometimes and it's just about perfect timing on everything so uh as you know i've moved houses and my rent went from 1400 a month to a little over 700 a month um and actually oh, wow nice things. yeah uh and after that happened back in October, so it cut it in half. Then I actually got a raise in January at work, and you know it was significant. So we're not only already covering the bills and then some. Now I've got more room to play and breathe. And so we did stuff, a lot of stuff for the house over the last few months. We've done stuff for the kids. We've we've put back in the savings where we'd eaten a lot of that up. We've done the smart things. And I just kind of got a wild hair. I started talking to my wife and like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about. You know, maybe getting a motorcycle. And, and, you know, I had a motorcycle, owned one a few years ago. Uh, it was about six or seven years ago I sold it, I think. But I had it for a few years. And it was my, like my daily driver. It was my, I didn't have a car. I only had this motorcycle. It's a rain, shine, all that jazz. I, I rode. Um, it, it's a thing. I won't go into that long part of the story. Uh, so I, 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 over the last couple of years, I've told the stories of uh, Douglas and I go and rent uh, Indian motorcycles up at the Mall of Georgia, and we go up through the mountains once a year, and you'll ride as far as we want. We find a place to stay right away back. And if, after that first ride, I was in love. I was in love with the Indian. I'd, I'd ridden uh, Springfield that year, and, my, and he had the, the chieftain. And um, then the second year, we, we did a different area of the mountains, but got di- bigger bikes, 
uh, from them. We didn't care for the bigger size, but we still liked the, the little size. And this year, we were talking about going to Florida. Usually, we go in the spring, but he's got something coming up with his dad, so we bumped it to the fall. Uh, of going down basically around the coast of Florida, and we're going to do Harley's because they're in Florida. So okay, and then set goals, right? But from that first time I wrote, I set a, a screensaver. I've got my yeah, actually it's over here on my other monitor right now. I've got I went to Indian.com, specked out a bike from them, which was basically a Chieftain Bagger, and you know just to have that visual, right? Like a vision board, just to have that visual. Of I want to get to this point, right? This is why I'm saving my money. This is why I'm choosing not to go to do this or that because I want to be able to get that bike. And I, as I do from time to time here recently, I just got on uh, CycleTrader.com and just searched Indian Chieftain. And normally, Joe, I would set a mileage, right? I'm only going to go 100 miles in any direction to go pick this thing up. That's important for later. And so I'm, I, I, as I do, I was sharing it with him. I was like, oh, well, look at this bike I found on Cycle Trader. Just kind of get that excitement going and, you know, focus on getting where we want to get to. Because he, he, uh, he has a couple of Suzuki's. One's a, a short ride bike and the, the bigger one doesn't really work well. But he wants an Indian as well. So we're, we're setting these mutual goals. And um, then the third bike I looked at, I was like, that's my bike. It's, his, it's called a Chieftain Dark Horse. It's all blacked out pipes, all blacked out everything, very little chrome on it at all. And this particular person had red, blood red seats on it. So it's solid black bike with his blood red seat, and it's beautiful. And then he's like, yeah, put on the, uh, the high-rise handlebars, which is on my spec bike because that's where my arms sit in a more natural position. Is, is the, sometimes they're called ape hangers, and I think these were – Four inch or six inch, I can't remember. They're, they're about half rise. They're medium size, which is exactly the size I wanted. Um, it had the bags on the side, but they're electronic boxes, so they look really sleek and cool. And I can actually lock and unlock it with, with the electronics. Um, it comes with a, a snap-on, snap-off windshield, which I also had wanted. It comes with the original seat with a luggage rack, which that's important to me because I don't want to wear my backpack the entire time I'm riding. Uh, that gets old, so I wanted, I wanted a little luggage rack to tie it down to. So the original seat has a luggage rack. The red seat has a back for the passenger, so I can put my backpack there. All of this is like, oh, my, dude, that's my bike. And, <laughs> that's my bike. But I'm like... You know what? He was asking $14,500 for it. It's, oh, by the way, it's 2016. So what is that? Uh, six seven, years old. Six, seven years old. Seven. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Uh, probably six-ish years old. 3,000 miles on it. That's all it has. 3,000 miles. Wow. Uh, oh, and there's spec pipes on it, which is not my necessary thing. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wasn't going to change like the, the pipes on it, but they're nice pipes that he put on there. So anyway, um, so yeah, great value. You put you plug that into uh, Kelly Blue Book for the motorcycles right now. You you'll get yeah, it's twenty sixteen three thousand two hundred eighty miles. I believe is what it was. As uh, an Indian Chieftain Dark Horse, that was the fair market value of it. I'm like, well, I don't have fourteen thousand dollars to put down on this. I don't even think I could get a loan for it. I'll just take a screenshot and you know focus on it. And the more I looked at it, the more I'm like, that's. But I showed it to people. I showed it to my wife. And I was like, oh, my God, that's like the right bike for you. The bad part was, of course, I did send it to Douglas. He's like, oh, my God. And then, like, 
a minute later, he had a white version, like an all whited out pearly version that he found in Alabama um, about the same price. And like, that's so perfect. You'd be the angel. I'd be the demon. It's like, uh, uh, um, oh, man, that that one by Neil Gaiman. Good omens. It's like good omens. We're, we're best friends, but I'm the demon. You're the <laughs> angel. And like, so if I get the spike, you got to get the spike. But I don't think I'm going to get the spike. Like, yeah, no, blah, blah, blah. We talked. So I'm watching. I'm just watching this thing, seeing it sold. And I start talking to my wife. I'm like, hey, I ran the basic numbers on this, and we could afford the payment on it if you're okay with that. And we talked a little bit more, not pressure, because I realized it could sell anytime. It's a great price, whatever. So but I'm not rushing it. I want it to be right. It has to be right because if we do this the wrong way in any way, shape, or form, it's going to go bad. I want this to be a good experience. And so um, I started a, a, a process with one bank, and they called me back immediately. I'm like, yeah, we'll give you some money. We we'll just won't give you that much money. We'll, we, we, we compare it to the, the low end of the market, and that's what we'll loan you. I said, okay. But they, I think I truly believe they, they compared the wrong bike. I think there's a chief, an Indian chief which is a smaller version. There's an Indian chieftain. Then, of course, there's a chieftain dark horse, which is what this was. I'm pretty sure they did chief or chieftain because they only offered me $9,000 for this bike. And I'm like, but Kelly, so it, I didn't even look at Kelly Book Book then. So I'm like, well, that's, that's not going to get me there, but maybe I can get this bike for $9,000. How great would that be? Yeah, I'm not going to poo-poo on this. <laughs> but I, I'm, I all of a sudden lost contact with his bank because I got a good email. We talked on the phone for a minute. You know, this and the other. And then like the next day, I sent an email, nothing. And so I called. Well, the guy's going on vacation. Weird. Oh, okay. Vacation. And I guess he exactly. That's what weird. what is weird to me is that there's nobody covering for him. Yeah. Right? So I guess nobody's getting loans for the next week. Uh, or maybe while he's on vacation, wrong. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know because here's how that went. So, seven days go by, not from that story, but from the time they listed the bike, seven days go by, which is about four days into this guy's vacation, three or four days into this guy's vacation, and I'm waiting on the money. He drops the price to thirteen eight. I'm like, hot dog. So, since I'm in the process of getting a loan, I messaged him, said, I'm looking at getting a loan for this. Is it still available? And he comes back immediately. Yeah, it's still available, but I'm just letting you know it's my, my lowest price. I'm not dropping anymore. So, all right, well, that's, let's go on. Um, all right, and then he's like, yeah, and somebody's coming Thursday to see it. So, he, so you know, I'm like, well, gotcha. I, I'm working on I just was clear. So I'm working on a loan, and it takes time. Um, well, then Thursday came and went, and the people never showed up to look at the bike. You know, nobody followed up with this guy. And so he messaged me. He's like, hey, just letting you know, they didn't come by. If you want to come by and try it out, no, you'll love it. It's like, well, I'm in Atlanta. So it's, 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 I'm working with the bank and I'm thinking the bank, they offered me nine is what they offered me. I was just being honest with him. So, and I'm still actually working on the details. I think I can get more out of them. That's not right. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, lowest price. I'm not going any lower. It's like, okay, well, if I can work out the, the money. And you know, we can agree on the price before I come up there. Then I'll make arrangements to come up there and, and we'll look. And uh, so we, we left it there. The next week comes into the week and it's it's Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm just I'm antsy, right? But I don't I don't bug this guy, the banker. But come Wednesday, I'm like, all right, what's going on? Or maybe Tuesday. Come Tuesday, I called and I didn't get the I'm in the I'm out of the town. I got a I'm away from my desk or at a meeting. You know, please leave a message. 
So I didn't. Because I, all right, I'm going to give him another day. Because my email's already in, my voicemail's in, I'll just wait. Wednesday came, and uh, I sent an email. I was like, hey, just follow up on this. Can I get any kind of response from you? And nothing. So Wednesday, anyway, how am I call? Still business hours, but I call. Get a whole different voice message now that he's not answering. Right? Um, it doesn't even say his name now, so maybe something went wrong with the bank or him or who knows. Um, but nothing. So I'm getting frustrated. Uh, so I still am pondering on what to do. Now we're, we're approaching two weeks, right, of this bike listed. And I'm pondering what to do. And ultimately, Friday night last week, I, I said, you know, just to myself, I was like, my bank's Wells Fargo. And I, I will never argue when bank's good or bad or otherwise. I just, if it works for me, it works for me, and then I'm out. But for the last, I don't know how many cars that my wife and I have bought and financed. We didn't finance all of them. Some of them I bought for cash and whatnot. But the last few cars that we financed, and we go to the dealership like CarMax, and they run a bunch of different, you know, they shop it out, right, to get the best rates and the best prices. It's almost always come back that Wells Fargo dealer services was the best price and rate for us. So I thought, why not? And I also had the idea, Joe, instead of going for a motorcycle loan, which might have specific rules, let's see what I can do with a personal loan. Um, so got on my app and just do, 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 or a computer, I forget which. Like, do, 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 and it, it let me log into my bank so it had all my information because, you know, I'll bank with them. Why not? Right. And within like five minutes, I had six, yeah, six different loans to pick from from them. All for $14,000, by the way. Oh, there yeah. you go. And it'll so, cover it. Right, it'll cover it, and then some. So I'd ask for fourteen because I didn't really want to go above fourteen, and it's it's like three seventy three a month. It's, it's, it's not cheap, but it's not super expensive, but it's more than my car payment, and my wife didn't even have a car payment, so it was a big ask. So we, we could pick from six years in the highest percentage or one year in lowest percentage. We landed right where I wanted to, which is four years and an okay percentage, and got approved that night and it kicked me the paperwork right then and I filled it out online and and everything was done Saturday morning the money was there and so I reached out to him I was like hey I got the loan from the bank and um, I really don't want to pay 13.8 so what's the best you can do and he came back and he's like, I'll, I'll do. It was funny. It's in the first thing. It's like, man, I've really gone as low as I can. I really, I don't really want to lower it anymore. I can do 13.5. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I was like, I'll agree to that contingent on you, know, you have a clean title. The bike's actually the bike. And I figured, I figured a few other things I'd said. But in the reality, Judd, that moment, it was my bike. When, you, when the <laughs> bank came back and gave me the offer of, here's what your payments can be, here's your choice. I knew it was my bike. And I kept trying to be realistic. I kept trying to be grounded in myself and go, if anything goes wrong, it's fine. I actually can get the money. So I can actually just hold on to that money, start making my payments and get ahead. But I'll have that cash set aside to buy whatever bike comes along. Right. But then I'm getting insurance for it, you know, uh, Saturday night, you know, so I can ride it back on Monday. Um, you know, and and then the, the extra money I got from thirteen five at my insurance for the year is three hundred and twenty four dollars, you know, for good coverage. So all of it's falling into place. I say, hey, next weekend, which would be this coming weekend, I don't have anything to do. 
uh, is Saturday open for you so I can make it? What I was going to do is, uh, or Sunday rather, Sunday open for you because I was going to ride up Saturday with my wife. We're going to make a night overnight trip of it. I'll tell you where it was in a minute. We're making an overnight trip of it. Get up the next day, go look at the bike, and I'd ride it home. What's the plan? And at first he said, yeah, that'd be perfect. And then he goes, oh, wait, no, I check my schedule. We're taking the kids to the beach that weekend. What else can you do? So I had, we went back and forth. Ultimately, he was open in the week. He's like you and I. Uh, you work from home, so you have a little bit of a flexible schedule for something like that. I was run errands, those kind of things. I, I don't work from home, but I basically manage my own schedule in my company. So I can do this. So I'm like, cool, let me see what I can do. Turns out Douglas was available on Monday. Has not just the truck to drive me up there and be a part of the adventure, but he had a trailer because I was watching the temperatures. <laughs> the bike, I told you, I normally would just do a hundred mile radius because that's an easy trip to do and pick up. Yeah. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is 250 oh. miles from my house. I don't that- know how that search popped up. But everything fell into place instantly. Serendipity. I mean, it, it's manifest destiny. It's whatever. But I'm just saying, I kept the feeling of I love a bike. I do feel like the time might be getting right. Erin fell into agreement that she was nervous about the payment. But she, we looked at the real numbers of our budget. We'll still have money to, to put away and do pay down debt and anything else. You know, we can pay extra on this, whatever. Everything just fell in. And we rode up there Monday and it was a beautiful day and the bike is is amazing i'm going to put some of these pictures on instagram and some of the the videos up on tiktok because um, i had this big three-minute package of everything for the day and tiktok just didn't like it it messed up with the music so i'm going to do other stuff but it, it's just the 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 coolest thing and yeah i'll be more happy to send you a picture at this is not a video podcast at this time, so I know, know that matters. But um, you know, check out That's Easy Advice to Give on TikTok or Instagram. You'll see the videos or pictures uh, for listeners. But, yeah, man, that, that was my week. So I'm hoping. Oh, and so here's another thing, man. Here's another thing. So a great possibility of a job popped in for Phil, which is Dragon Con. Uh, if you watched the meeting, you saw Dragon Con's hiring um, uh, 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 digital marketing director, basically. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I I, I didn't remember if, if you'd seen the thing. On, uh, anyway, they didn't announce. So, they so it's one of it's one of the only paid. Is it one of the only paid ones then? Yeah. They're actually new, hiring. It's a new paid position that they're actually hiring for. That give them five, I think, total employees, maybe maybe six, um, and everything screamed fill at me when I saw the email. Cause it went out to directors first, and I I sent it to him. I said. I want to recommend this for you. I think this is right up your alley. It's perfect for you. Will you do it? And he said, absolutely, yes. You know, and so I recommended him. He's made it into the interview rounds. And he's, I mean, just great energy there. Dennis apparently just went to uh, the convention in his backyard and sold a ton of comic books. And so, man, (laughs) I'm wanting all that energy to keep flowing. And you get the position that super makes you happy and pays you a lot more money. Because I need you to pick up the Slurpees for a while. My bike costs a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Yeah. Lots of changes. Lots of changes, but hopefully all great, man. Uh, Roll the dice. Let's see what we got. Oh, yeah, daddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, we got three. Uh, dear underscore. So I'm laughing already because I picked two because I think this first one 
might get us into some trouble, but let's <laughs> find out. Am I the butt face? Dear underscore. Am I wrong for letting my girlfriend do most of the household chores because she doesn't pay as much as the rent as I do? And I read this, Joe, and I'm like, well, we're both married. And I'm like, oh, my wife doesn't pay as much rent as I do. What are we <laughs> So do you want me to do we just go with that headline? Or do you want me to read any of the actual question? Uh, no, let, let's just go into the headline. All right, this, this, is, this, is a, this is a topic. Am I oh. a bad guy for letting, it says letting, not making, my girlfriend do most of the household chores because she doesn't pay as much rent? Yeah, I'm guessing that's a phrasing that tries to spin it into a better light than, than it really is. Um, so... When it comes to relationships, I am very well. I mean, I'm I'm pretty old fashioned in general, but when it comes to relations, uh, relationships, I'm I'm I guess old fashioned isn't quite right either because it, when I think of old fashioned when it comes to relationships, I think like the '50s where the man gets <laughs> the man social. gets home, there's there's food on the table, the house is done, wow. the, the kids are bathed, you know. But that's yeah. that's not my house. That is not my house at all. But that's you know when you so perhaps I'm not as as well, uh, maybe more progressive than I think I am. I mean, I saw but, um, any regrets, and I was not offered a scotch or a pipe. So I think you're a little more progressive um yeah so i when it comes to relationships in general um i think that if you're trying to get 50 50 out of a relationship you're doing it wrong um if you're trying to have everything quote unquote equal you're doing it wrong uh and so it it's in my opinion it's about giving your all to your relationship now however that all is to you that can be different between people and and widely different um but there are going to be times uh, in your life when you are in a committed relationship where um it doesn't it doesn't matter how much they make or how much you make it, as far as like household chores go um what matters is that the chores get done um, by the woman and it i'll be honest i may work a full-time job my wife works harder than me as a stay-at-home mom period that's just how it is um and so uh i the first thing i do when i get off work is i go upstairs and i take care of whatever dishes there are that's that is the first thing that I do when I get done with work. I want to stop this right here because you're making us all look like hashtag bad daddies. So I don't <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear the rest of your story, Joe. <laughs> but at the same time, generally when I come up, my wife is working on dinner. So um, <laughs> there's that as well. Uh, and she's also she also homeschools our kids, and uh, she does she does most of our laundry. I do a lot of our yard work. Um, or at least the lawn work rather because uh, my wife does uh, some of our gardening and stuff and kind of just general um, maintenance. This is but, not getting better as you tell the story. Not, I mean, we we do what we do and it works for us and ultimately that's what you got to find is, is a, a stride that works for you but there are going to be times regardless of the stride that works for you where you've got to do more because you got to pick up slack. Yep, yep. Um, um, cause no one can go 100% all the time. People are going to get sick. 
both mentally and physically uh, and there will be fatigue and you just gotta you gotta step up and, and get it done balance and flow baby that's what i'm always talking about and um you know when my wife and i both worked we agreed on who would handle what you know i'd do this part she'd do that part i don't like this oh you like that and i was working 24-hour shifts off for two days she's working a monday through friday uh afternoon late shift if you will at the hospital um so she'd be there for dinner. So there was a day that she would have all to herself to do whatever. Uh, and if she wanted to, she'd come up to the station to see me. I worked in the same county we lived in. And uh, uh, when she was at work, you know, a lot of nights I would cook her dinner and, and bring it up to her. Or go buy her dinner and bring it up to her. Those kind of things. Uh, so, but the chores were split. Now, I am not about to invite her onto the show to talk about who did what better because I did a lot of bad things in our marriage and failed. You know, eight hours, Joe. I had eight hours to move my boots and vacuum the floor. And somehow Final Fantasy VII was more important. But I think you feel me on that. I think you I mean, feel me Final on Final Fantasy VII is a pretty good game. Just, just, really saying. Good game. Yeah. just saying. But, uh, and, and what we've done, at least in my relationship, has changed over the years. Like when we first got married, I cooked most of our meals. She didn't do that. It was me. Um, but as it's progressed, n- now more and more, she's the one that's cooking our meals. Unless, unless she's like, "Hey, let's grill tonight," and she's like, "I don't touch the grill." <laughs> that, that's that's dad's job. I'm like, okay. And so we just like like I said earlier, you just you do it you can because you love them and you you don't try to say, "Oh, I did this, so you should do this." I right. did that. You, it, that's. That's not how it works. When you start keeping tabs, you're doing it wrong. Now, do you want me to go to the TLDR on this guy that asked? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, I'll go ahead and say uh, there have definitely been some arguments or some heated discussions with me and my wife where she's like, you only have one job, which I was I, t- at one point I was supposed to take out the trash and put away the food. But there came a time in the, the my life that I'm I was working so much I wouldn't even be home for dinner, right? And then other thing, whatever. Um, and the whole idea of well, you had one job. I'm like, yeah, no, I, you're welcome for the lights to be on. It doesn't help to say that. It's it's a butthead move to say that. It starts fights, but we're both fighting. But to this point, I'm setting it up to say this. You're right earlier, Joe, when you said you have to shift, and sometimes, you know, I. I I push the kids to help more, you know, do more laundry, do this and that. They're all older. My kids are teenagers, two of them, and the other are preteens. Yours are a bit younger. So, yeah, but as they grow up, sure, they're going to have chores, those kind of things. Yeah, we do that. Uh, but there are times uh, when she had a job and I had a job, we were balanced. But when she stayed at home, she took on more of the housekeeping while I was working to balance it out. But that's her thing. Here's the edit on this guy saying all that. Dad is, I just want to answer some of the more common questions I've seen. We both work the same amount of hours each week. She, <laughs> I can't even say it, but this is what they wrote. She has agreed that her job is less demanding than mine. We split the rent 60-40, so I pay about 60% of it right now. Her health concerns, her health concerns <laughs> aren't an everyday thing, but they come up a few times a month. Mm, time in a month. I know. I, I know where the vacuum is now. <laughs> 
like, uh, wow. So then Didn't later you on, know where the vacuum is. Yeah, later on, he uh, he he has decided that he is the the butt face for doing that. And as I scan this article, here's the uh, the, the paragraphs that popped out. I am also tired from working when I get home and just want to relax or finish my work. She works the same amount of hours as me, but her job is less demanding, so she's less drained by the end of the day. It's like, dude, are you hearing? Are you even hearing what you're saying? But Joe, let me throw this to you, and we'll wrap up this segment. Um, I, 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 I'm sure you have days like that. I have days like that where I come home tired, but let me get some rest. So, like, it's a, maybe it's a, well Thursday. I'm really busy. So today, you know, I do work all day, and then we come and do the shows tonight, and you know, it's gonna be late. So I, I'm tired. I don't want to do housework. I don't want to help with the projects I know need help with. But let me get to Saturday, and I'll cut out this time, and we can do. Well, you you mentioned gardening for your wife. We can do that together. You know, us is is, is working on the inside of the house or putting away boxes. You know, yeah, we can hang pictures. And when you find that balance, I think of of yeah, not right now, but here's the definitive date. Because Joe, let me riddle you this: is yeah, I'll get to it ever good enough? <laughs> no. Do you ever no, get it to is it? Not. No, no. Right. not until it becomes annoying enough to me to, to get to it. Right. You, you see, you hit it right on the head. I can't, has your wife ever said to you, I can't believe you don't see that mess? Oh, I see the mess. I just walk around. You know? I mean, there's sometimes like, okay, it's not like I don't see it, but... As it built, I blocked it out because I, I'm a maybe this is a guy thing, but it's like I'm not gonna go fix it right now. I know it needs to be fixed, but I'm gonna go do something else that I think is more important right now. And to them, it's like, oh my god. Let's just say that if I cleaned up as often as I thought I should, or if I worked out as often as I thought I should, you know, I, I'd be. Arnold Schwarzenegger level of man of the universe or whatever, whatever that title is for weightlifter. And my house would be spotless and have like 55 expansions on it and be a mansion. And yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to that point, I've even encouraged my wife at times like, no, sit down, rest, slow down. We won't get done. It's like, and, and someone I was able to say, babe, we've been at this five years, 10 years now, 20 something plus years, you know, 22 years. Um, there's always something in there. I mean, over this much time, you can look back and go, the job's never done. How about we just sit and rest and, and chill? Um, because, yeah, you're right. If I cleaned up, fixed. But here's the problem, Joe, and the truth. With a lot of these projects, if we would just take the 5, 10, the 15 minutes and put the extra energy out right then, it wouldn't become the weekend project it becomes. It's true. It's true. And... Like there's stuff that I that I know that if I just did a little bit right every every day or even every few days that it wouldn't it wouldn't be a big deal. Like oh, there's this pile of clothes here, and if I just you know folded a little bit every day, I mean right. eventually more clothes are gonna get washed, but the the pile would be. Less and tiny, less. Uh, tiny, yeah, right. I can't, um, I, I'll be honest with you. Unless I do everybody's laundry, if it builds up to four or five uh, baskets, which is a lot, it's a lot. And I don't mean do it. I mean fold. I don't ever wash it. They they typically that. But when the baskets build up, I start doing it. I can't even get through a whole episode of Demon Slayer 
if I just did it the day the basket showed up, right? You know, that, that demon slayer would be put on pause because I finished the basket already. But yet I let it build up to, and let my wife let it build up to four and five bags, uh, baskets, you know? And uh, on that note, I've been enjoying Demon Slayer, dude. It's been a long time. Oh, yeah. How far are you now? Uh, still not that far. It is... Um, what did I just finish? The spider. I'm still in the spider uh, wood. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got, I'm getting to the end of it where he's fighting the brother and the dad. You know, uh, the hog heads fighting the dad and them, you know, our dudes fighting the brother. Got it, got it. Yeah. Um, That's a pretty good fight. It is. It is so far. Um, and, and Thunderbutt is dying. I don't know what to think about that. So I'm tired of. I'm, I'm tired of lying. I know, Dang. You're, you're a big fan of when he's asleep. Yeah, I. I well, I, mean, I just finished that episode. Well, it's, maybe I'm in the episode where he's doing the backstory through the poison. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 of it's his training. Like, don't make me like this dude. He's such a whiny butt. But I'm kind of <laughs> digging his story. I like his abilities, not his personality. You know, well, but I get the personality a little bit now. Yeah, I didn't want to. I just wanted him to go away. But yeah, that's, that's been, it, it's so it's slow progress because you know I, I did the basket of clothes. I can't get through the whole episode. What can I say? Um, but what what have you you said you were pulling up something earlier about what you've been watching or a recommendation or something oh, about lately. yeah so uh, I've had something that I've wanted to watch for a long time and I've been resisting it simply because it's on Hulu and it's got commercials okay but right. I, I finally started it anyway I'm I'm real resistant to to watching on Hulu just because it has I commercials or well, not just because of commercials I don't know I am I am resistant to Hulu as well yeah well and. Uh, there's a bug, at least on the mobile version, where the first time I pull something up after loading it, it doesn't load the sound, so I have to get out oh, of it and load it back up. I hate that, yeah. Um, but uh, the the show I started watching is The Rookie oh, with Nathan yeah. Fillion. It's a good show. Yeah, so I'm I'm a handful of episodes in, and I'm I'm really digging it. It's good. Is good. <laughs> so I, it, it sounds like you've already watched it. Oh no! But yeah, I'm no, not it's the third or fourth season. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I just, I, like literally just started a couple days ago, so I'm, only, I, I'm not very far I in. Both envy you and don't envy you all at the same time. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so yeah, so that's what, what I, I, I finished my uh, the Rocky movies, all of them. Okay. Um, so it was actually my first time watching uh, Rocky Balboa, aka Rocky Six, but it's not Rocky Six; it's Rocky right, Balboa. Right, right, right. Um, and so, uh, and it was my first time watching the Creed movies. So, and I haven't seen obviously the one that's in the theaters right now because it's not on one of my streaming services. And yeah, as much as I like it, I'm not going to pay it. Um, but no, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I, I had many an argument with uh, Kurt about uh, uh so him and i have have uh not at length but we have briefly discussed the uh the love story between rocky and adrian mm-hmm. um because in my opinion at least it gets better but in the first movie at the beginning it's so cringe oh it is it's so yeah. bad um and uh it's and also all- a little abusive 
A little bit, yeah. But it's also well, but, the 70s, and I think maybe that's part of the story he was trying to tell. Uh, is it 70s or 80s? Anyway, regardless. Um, maybe 80s. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, Kurt's uh, opinion was that it, it's it's supposed to be cringe. And I'm I can like, see that, yeah. I, I, I can definitely see that, but it I think it goes over the line, uh, well, in my know, opinion. Well, that was... You're talking about just Rocky, yeah? Yeah, the first that one. That was the first one. He literally, that's the first one of the major things that he wrote and directed. So, yeah. think about that way. Like our first couple episodes, that, that's, I mean, and it's still that's cringe. so cringe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you call lady, young ladies and women gals. So, I mean, Adrian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, well, that's cool. Uh, what do you think of the... I, I've only seen the first Creed movie. What do you think of the second mm-hmm. one? Uh, the second one was interesting because you could definitely see where they were trying to draw parallels between it and Rocky Four, like heavily inspired by Rocky yeah, yeah, Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And it, it was... Almost, I mean, it, it's their own take on it, but it was basically Rocky Four with a a new, well, I'm a new twist. Creed Three is basically Rocky Three, and Rocky Balboa was kind of a twist on Rocky. Actually, no, it wasn't a twist; is a direct tie to Rocky Four. Because Rocky Balboa is the yeah. one where they did the computer simulation who would win the modern champ or Rocky in the modern champ. Yeah, Drago, yeah, that's Drago Rocky Balboa. Up. Yeah, Drago shows up as the coach. Remember. Not in Rocky Four. No, in Six. Drago is the fighter in Rocky Four. Yeah, in, yeah. In but Rocky Drago, six, he doesn't. He has he flashbacks. Maybe, maybe he doesn't show up thinking. Maybe it's, it's flashbacks. Creed Two has has Drago. Oh, is that when he shows up? Okay, I'm, I haven't seen Creed Two, but it must have been in the previews. So yeah. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. yeah. It, uh, and they're just remaking them, but you know, I'm not hating the idea. I just haven't watched them yet. Yeah, yeah, Creed is just a remake of of Rocky with a, a new character, really. I mean, Star Wars Episode 7 was a remake of Star Wars Episode 4. Yeah. It's a new New Hope. Seven, 7 was okay. 8 and 9, it, uh, it, it, it burned and crashed, in my opinion. 7 was okay, but like you said, it definitely was just a remake of A New Hope. Um. Yeah, so we'll, we'll digress on that. Uh, but I, yeah. oh, Star Wars! Uh, did your family watch with you at all, or just uh, no? It was just me. It was just me. When do you find time? Because I do it when I'm like working on paperwork and stuff. That to focus, I'll put a movie on my computer screen or something. Uh, uh, during my lunch breaks or when I'm washing dishes, I'll I'll set my phone in front of me as I'm washing dishes, and so I got you. So, so, yeah, so even though I'm not watching it with them, they, if they wanted to tune in, I guess they could hear it because I'm just sitting at the counter washing dishes. But uh, yeah, I, I I actually bought a uh, a sealed shower phone holder for my shower so I could, <laughs> you know, when I shave and all I, that, I can still watch my shows. I I do prop my my shows up when I'm. <laughs> Taking a shower. I, I don't know why we don't have a real digital mirror. I tried looking because my wife was letting me pick out a few stuff, a few things for this house as we remodeled and wanted everybody to be included. And uh, so I went looking for 
mirrors I could watch Netflix on. You know, so it'd have mostly mirror, but then here's a section that's a little LCD TV, right? And it just doesn't really exist except for like an Alibaba type thing that I didn't trust, you know, wish type thing that I didn't yeah. trust. Um, like this is a great idea, but it doesn't actually work type of thing. I mean, it just, it looks, the, the ad, you know how those ads are where you're like, no, you just photoshopped a whole bunch of crap together. That's, that's, I don't know. And um, it's probably coming from China. And so yeah. if oh, you absolutely. wanted to, re- if you wanted to return it because it doesn't work, you can't actually do that. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, it, I think some of the ones I found were through Amazon, which may or may not help me, but I don't know. It just, it wasn't there. So I ended up getting a $14 little phone holder for it. Um, but I've been, I just started last night watching uh, Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone. And there you go. It was, I think it was, uh, uh, and I had no idea what Joe was going to talk about with this. So, I mean, that's a nice tie in there. Uh, I love, I, you know what I want to rewatch? What? The one with Sylvester Stallone where he's the arm wrestler. Over the top. Yeah. Is that, is that what it's called? Over, Over the, the top? top. Yes, sir. He where he's the, the semi, the semi driver and arm yep. wrestler. That's it. That is it. Go, <laughs> Over go. the top. Uh, dude, I will um, tell you, and I consider that one of the cheesy movies. I consider Oscar. I think it was what it's called. Oscar? One of the bad movies he did. It just wasn't good. He's trying to do comedy, slapstick comedy, and it just didn't work. Uh, I loved it, though. That's the thing. I, I love everything that Sylvester Sloan has been in. And uh, Expendables. Watch The Expendables. So good. So- Last Action Hero. He wasn't really in that. <laughs> it's just a cameo, but yeah, he's in it. I know. Uh, Judge <laughs> Dredd with Rob Schneider. Loved yep. it. I, I am the law. Yeah. Oh, I can't even do his voice. But it's just, I, I just, especially as he's getting older, even, he just really, he leaned into playing just versions of himself. And it does, I just love it. I think it's, it's great that way. Um, but Tulsa King is uh, a, a mob boss went to prison for 25 years he's the mob boss and opens with this is whatever prison and he's talking giving a little monologue and talking about how it wasn't worth it which i think is going to, i've only seen the first episode so i'm not giving anything away i think it'll play into some other things in the show uh, but he said no nothing's worth going away for 25 years and he gets out goes he's a new york mob boss goes back to his the head of his the family that he was a boss for and they basically give him the shaft and send him to tulsa and tell him he has to run Tulsa. There's nothing in Tulsa. He has to go establish everything as a mob <laughs> boss, and then pay them five thousand a week to start. Uh, and that's how the show kicks off. And so you've got Sylvester Stallone, New York mob boss guy, in Tulsa, freaking Oklahoma, and it's pretty good so far. It's pretty good. There you go. And that's on Paramount Plus. So I don't. I don't yes. have Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, it's definitely on Paramount Plus. Um, there, so I honestly, Joe, I do still suggest. I think you get. Yeah, I think you like all the Star Treks that they have on there. The animated stuff with Star Trek. They have even if you didn't branch out, which they have a lot of kids stuff. They have Clifford the Big Red Dog movie. They have um a bunch of Wiggle stuff on there. Uh, depending on what you will let your kids watch. Um, Nickelodeon is on Paramount Plus, I believe. I think that's right. So yeah. Speaking of Nickelodeon, very briefly, did you know that Keenan and Kel announced that they're making a good burger, burger too? No, I didn't. I am, I am slightly disappointed with the announcement right, simply because, no, because of the delivery. Oh, okay. So Kel said, 
Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, part two. That's how he announced it. And here I'm thinking, why didn't you just say, Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, can I get a sequel? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, how about you have him say it, then all of a sudden the split screen's up and he's saying it again. <laughs> Double it up. Double it up. Uh, and everybody, goes, oh, is there a sequel? Yeah, I get you. I'm a little disappointed yeah. in the announcement. Like, sometimes you just need to let. Thing, yeah, a, a thing that barely worked. It worked, but it barely worked. Let it yeah, be. Let it ride it, for what it is. It didn't really need a sequel, and I, I am worried that it's going to crash and burn real bad. But we're still going to watch it. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, and dude, for five dollars a month. Actually, why don't we look it up? Here, oh, how much Paramount Plus is? Plus, uh. Ticket, ticket, ticket. Click there. That's uh, the little uh, cockroach from all those good habits. I can't do the sounds. Yeah. Ticket, ticket, ticket. Yeah, it is, it is five bucks a month. Uh, there you go. According to their website. Uh, dude, let it let it roll through, show you what you got. But for all the Star Trek, Picard is amazing. Star Trek uh, Discovery is amazing. Uh, I mean, it's really good. There, I haven't watched Strange New Worlds yet, but that's the first Enterprise with Pike. Uh, then they have Below Deck, the series, which is an animated series. Then they have a, another Lost Worlds or something like that. That's an animated series with Janeway as, uh, in it, I do believe. Um, like actual Janeway, both the actress as the voice and the character. Um, that's just all. Then you've got, oh, you would love The Mentalist is on there. Of course, Big Bang Theory is on there, which it seems to me that'd be one of your favorite shows of all time. Uh, my wife and I just rewatched that last year. Yeah, so I, I, so I nailed it. So uh, ridiculousness. If you're into the real video, dangerous humor, uh, where they it's, it's clips from the internet where they do dumb stuff. Um, you know, there's all kinds. Of, I th- I I think it'd be worth it for you. But now, uh, you know, you gotta figure that. I think honestly, I canceled my Hulu and kept Paramount Plus. Well, so Hulu. It, I can't really cancel that and recoup any costs because I get it for free through my mobile carrier. Well, if I got it for free, uh, I would I would have got it. I mean, it wasn't much. I didn't recoup costs. I just canceled it um, because I was like, eh. The only thing I was watching was The Rookie, and I'm like, you know what? I don't have time. It's pretty to good. It's, <laughs> no, it's great. I, I loved it. I loved The Rookie. But I was like, it's, that was the only, literally the only thing I was watching on Hulu. So, other than when my kids, when we, when we do the background work, when their shows come on, they usually do the episodes show up on Hulu. So, we'll get it for that month for six bucks to watch the episode and take our screenshots and move on. Um, so, there is that. And you know what? Because of Hulu, we're going to be world famous for hashtag, oh yeah, daddy. That's the show. Oh people. yeah. Get out. Daddy. <laughs>